the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives captives free. free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance, give up your heart, love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. And welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today uh, with uh, uh, someone who's just near and dear to my heart. Uh, we have Tang Nguyen, who is just uh, just such a blessing to Love Never Fails. And uh, just to tell you a little bit about Tang, he has he's a native of Oakland, California, grew up in, in the neighborhood and uh, went to school at Cal State East Bay, uh, has just been serving in a variety of communities and currently working as the uh, ministry leader of the audiovisual department over at the Movement Church and um, is just um, really a, a blessing to his church, his community. And he has joined us at Love Never Fails uh, just over, well, I guess it's been almost two years now uh, after coming, uh, colliding with the issue of human trafficking in Texas, of all places, Tang, and uh, meeting with uh, one of his now friends, and then we'll talk a little bit about that and learning more about this issue and it pricking its, his heart to become involved and become an advocate for the voiceless. And so thank you for being on the show, Tang, and thank you for all you do. No, oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. So, so Tang, also, um, we have kicked off in 2020 our church coalition. And so J- Tang has officially joined the Love Never Fails team as the lead ambassador of our church coalition initiative and uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about our church coalition and inviting you to join us and um, Tang will talk a little bit about some of the things that we have planned for for you that those of you who are churches or uh, people of faith that want to get involved in this in this uh, fight against human trafficking and and become educated in that in that way we're going to talk a little bit about how we're doing that but in, before we do that I want to get into your um, your story, you know, your your life, Tang, and kind of find out uh, what, you know, what what was it, you know, growing up in the Bay, uh, what was it that has kind of touched your heart about this issue of human trafficking and, and why is it so important to you personally? Yeah, um, I, I think it's, it's a little bit of a story, um, but I, when, when God had, um, put on my heart to, to go to, um, to Houston, uh, to check out this organization called Elijah Rising, um, uh, he, he placed it on my heart and I didn't listen right away, to be honest. And it was something where he was just like, <laughs> you know, Hey, stop, stop disobeying. And, uh, and it was just, it was just the whole way there. It was just a, a trip of of reflection and um and just a, a time with god for for him showing me um what what breaks his heart um and that was just the start of it but i remember um going on um an intervention out there um, where we, we were on the streets and we got to uh, uh 
uh, encounter folks out there and, and, and we're able to pray for them and, and, and love on them in the ways that we could. And, um, I remember just after the whole night I was, I was in my car and, and, and all of a sudden I just completely just balled out and just lost it. And it was just holding in so much of just like what, what breaks my heart, but what breaks God's heart. And it was just, um, him meeting me in that, that moment in my car, um, at that moment, I don't even know how, how long I was going for, but he was just, he showed me a glimpse of just, um, just, uh, myself in, in elementary school. Um, there were instances where uh, I got into fights cause I was, I was, uh, standing up for someone who was being picked on and stuff like that. And so he, he showed me a glimpse of that or a picture of that in my mind in the middle of that moment. And it was just like, it was just um, a realization that he was he was preparing me in some way, shape, or form for a long time, and so it was it was just a moment I just I I just couldn't make up, and it was just something that 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 was very um, that I I felt God's presence there, and it was just a it was a changing moment for me at that point, and um, um, yeah. And then coming back, there was just so many signs from different uh, different um, directions that that led me to uh, check out Love Never Fails, and so it was just and just the timing of it all. I remember meeting you and and chatting with you about it. It was just the timing of it all was just you could see just God's hand in it, and so I was just like, hey, <laughs> for a long time, uh, it was it was it was I had to surrender those the the the, uh, um, the words I would say about like hey what can just one person do like this you know like who am I that I can impact you know in a, a, a big monster that we know it to be um, in the world right and so it's just surrendering that and allowing God to to use me however he sees fit and um, just not losing focus of that. Amen. You know, I think, first of all, I think your experience was very much like mine, where there's this like broken brokenness that that you collide with. And part of it is your own personal stuff. And part of it is just aligning your hearts with the your heart with the, the Lord's heart and him giving you a glimpse into how you were pre- prepared for that moment. And it's kind of surreal. Right. It's like. Yeah. You, you know, you, you here you thought you were just being um, uh, here. You thought you were just being um, picked on or you were just being, you know, hurt in some way, uh, singled out. And God is like, no, no, I'm going to use that. I'm using that. That was your training ground uh, for this this thing that I've assigned to your life. It's pretty incredible, huh? It's just. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's. Yeah. So, and I, ironically, or, or maybe not ironically, but just what a blessing that Elijah rising uh, was. Uh, so your friend who, you know, uh, you connected there with, he was listening to this show. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and in Texas, uh, mm-hmm. listening to, uh, I don't know if it was called Abolition Radio at the time or Love Never Fails Radio, but, you know, mm-hmm. he was listening to this show. Yeah. And then he told you about love never fails, and then was, you know that's yep. when you came. And I thought, them, yep. <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was interesting too that here you came with the love never fails shirt. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. he has a shirt. Come on, <laughs> this is this is this is God sending him, boy. So, so yep. just thinking about your personal, you know, upbringing, mm-hmm. you know, growing up in in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Um, had you had any ex- any exposure to trafficking or that you know of um, when you were growing up? Did you know that it existed when you went there to Texas? I, I, I knew that I knew that uh, prostitution was, uh, is an issue in Oakland um, because I grew up in East Oakland and it's literally right there on the international. Um, yeah. It's not far from where we are, but it was always something where, you know, it was it's easy to to uh just ignore and accept things as is and just that was just the 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 way i approached it growing up 
Um, but yeah, the the I the the, it, the world wasn't, uh, I guess, fully. Um, I couldn't fully see what the that world uh, could look like um, mm-hmm. and how complex it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, yeah, not not until um, I God just kind of placed on my heart to really just um, dive into it and see all the things He wants me to um, see and uncover, you know, that I've never seen before. Yeah. It's just like a shifting of your, of your sight, right? The way that you see maybe the people that were on the street corner before Mm -hmm. and now the way that you see them now. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, for me, I mean, I grew up in the city and, you know, over on cap street, there were some girls that were, you know, being sold and, and definitely in the tenderloin in -hmm. San Francisco. And I remember seeing that and even like talking junk and, you know, going, you know, like, this is what they want, da, 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 you know, thinking right. that. Yeah. And then later on realizing, oh, these are all the circumstances that led up to them being there. Mm-hmm. And no, yeah. nobody chooses that. Nobody wants to be out there. And yeah. oh, well, anyway, so we're going to come back and we're going to talk <laughs> a little bit more about um some you know things that we're working on as it relates to church coalition and but before we do i want to talk a little bit about outreach because we've done a lot of that uh, together and so uh, let's let's come back and 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 tell some stories about things that we've seen while we've been out there we'll be right back and thanks for listening to love never fails radio for more information on this program visit loveneverfailsus.com that's loveneverfailsus.com We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, are in the studio today with Chang Huin, who is just uh, uh, doing some great work uh, with us to lead the ambassadors of our church coalition that was launched last year in partnership with Tara uh, on our team. And we're so grateful uh, to have you on the show. And uh, also uh, one of the things that is, I think, significant is that Tang is a leader at his church, at at the Movement Church in Oakland as well. And that is, you know, really the the formula for the church coalition is not that we would uh, go and solve human trafficking alone, but that we we do it in partnership with churches and church leaders. And we would be a unified group of folks that are educating each other, learning from each other and praying for each other. So, you know, thank you again, Tang, for what you're doing there. But, you know, so there's some there's some backstory here. Right. So so we talked in the last segment about how you started your, you know, God sort of pricked your heart about um, you know, joining the fight against human trafficking mm-hmm. and becoming a resource. And so one of the immediate things that you and you brought a, a bunch of folks from the movement church and other places to mm-hmm. join you, uh, you, uh, we went on outreaches, right? So we did a lot of street outreach, um, yeah. there with Junia and, and mm-hmm. just did the whole, the whole group, right? So mm-hmm. what are, what are some, what did you observe while you were out there? Any aha moments, any stories that you want to share with the listening audience? Um, 
Yeah, it was. Uh, I think in part when we started doing it, it was just very um, eye opening for a lot of us. Um, just what that world looks like, but also um, uh, uh, learning along the way um, uh, while you were leading it uh, as well, just to um, to to fill us in on on what we don't see um, in that world of trafficking and, and how messy and complex it can be. And it's not as simple as sometimes we think it to be. Um, but just being out there, it just I just saw a lot of, of, of the hurt and brokenness um, while, while encountering those that I was able to encounter. Because uh, as you know, we, we have kind of like a, a way in which we do it where, uh, where males don't really encounter um, much with those out there. And so, um, but it was just, it was just encouraging to see um, uh, those uh, in our church, you know, um, uh, just be encouraged, but also take it's always, it was a, it was a step of faith going out there for them. It, I can, I can tell before we headed out and, and, and we debriefed and everything that, you know, it, it, it could have been, uh, um, it was something that, um, was sometimes unsettling for them because it was, you know, because of the potential dangers and things of that sort. Um, but after debriefing them, um, and all that, uh, we we went out and they 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 walked in faith and um uh did their very best to just love on those that we encountered um mm-hmm. and prayerfully we we did it from the start to finish of every uh of every outreach was just prayerfully go through it um yeah yeah and i think that's a huge component that um that we kind of overlooked was the the prayer part of how much is it's just spiritual warfare and just uh, uh against um uh the victim against against um those out there in those that are that are lost in the world you know um yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. you know i i read a, a little uh devotional this morning yeah and uh, I thought it was really interesting. It says, it said, Jesus said to his disciples, feed my sheep, but he gave them nothing which to feed them. This is John 20, 21, 17. He says the process of being made broken bread and poured out wine, meaning us, means that you have to be the nourishment for other people's souls until they learn to feed on God. They must drain you completely to the very last drop, mm. but be careful to replenish your supply or you will be quickly, utterly exhausted. And so this devotional kind of talks about how you're giving something of yourself mm. to provide nourishment to someone who is weary, someone who is depleted, beaten yeah. down. Yeah. And yeah. what I think is so beautiful mm-hmm. is the way in which you know when you go out on outreach you're standing in the gap mm-hmm. putting yourself in harm's way in some instances you know you yeah. you're out in the we go out at nine at night we stay out mm-hmm. until 12 one in the morning yeah. and right in the middle yeah. of the night <laughs> in this in the most dangerous part of the city mm-hmm. out there with a smile <laughs> I mean, do you remember that time when we went out there? It was about 40 or 40 some of us. And, yeah. there, and there was like most of the people we were with were white. Mm-hmm. And we're there in Oakland. And, mm-hmm. and, and we're like, we come walking up on them. And the people are like, what are all these white people doing out here? <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, we're out here to love on you. And they're like, well, amen, amen. <laughs> they were like, they didn't know what to do. You know, yeah. it was awesome. And just to know that it didn't like, it's not about race. It's not yeah. about social economic status. It's not about politics. It's yeah. straight up like I'm standing in the gap for you because I know you're out here in the cold. You're out here scared. You're out here in a dangerous predicament. You're hungry. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why wouldn't I, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So 
so yeah, so we so we went out. I'm trying to think of some 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 situations that have come to mind, but you brought up a point. Uh, one of one of the things that you noted is about being a man, you know, and I really love that um, you've stepped into this role as a leader of the ambassadors because I think sometimes there's this perception that you know anti-trafficking is a, a woman's thing, or you know, only women should get involved with sex trafficking. And I'm just trying to be an advocate for men to get involved because I believe your voice is much needed and uh, in this space. And so, um, you know, we actually have to take a break. But I want to ask you when we come back, I want to talk to you about, you know, how is this for you as a man? And you've brought you brought other men to join you in outreach. How does it feel for you to be out there and, and kind of processing what's happening to these girls and women and, and men that are out there? Um, being purchased by predominantly men, uh, I want to. I want your perspective on that, and um, you know, and 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 I think it's important because our listening audience includes both men and women, and I want to um, have them hear from you. What you know, what, what your take is on that. So we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Tanguin, and he is, uh, t- we're just talking about outreach that we've done, and now, you know, some of the uh, role that Tang is moving into as a leader of our uh, ambassador program as a part of our church coalition initiative, which we launched last year. Um, we are talking about outreach. And one, one of the questions I asked in the last segment is, you know, how does it feel to be a man working in this space, knowing that men are the, um, you know, the most of when you look at, look at the gender of the folks that are buying other people, it's, it's, you know, um, predominantly men and 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 there's this perception that maybe men shouldn't get involved with sex trafficking because there's you know maybe you need some boundaries there uh could be uh, triggering or ensnaring to you you know in some way uh what are your thoughts what how, how, did, how did it feel to be a man out there and be right next to someone that's being trafficked and what what are the emotions and thoughts that were coming through your your mind as we were out doing street outreach yeah, I think one of the first thoughts for myself was this might have been been something that uh, might have been a, a stumbling block uh, if it was five or 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it, it, I think it, a lot of it, it, it got me thinking to to um, to how uh, um, pornography is very tied into this world as well. Um, yeah. And uh, um, I've had my own personal battles with with pornography once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Lord stripped that away from me. He took that away from me and I couldn't explain it other than just reaching out to him and, and crying out to him and praying about it for 
for for a, it was a, like a long battle but it was just one day i felt like he just took it away from me like the desire wasn't there um anymore to to reach out uh to pornography for for fulfillment or anything like that so that was a, a victory in my life that needed to happen and i didn't know what he was preparing me for but uh, when uh, during the first few times I was out there um, on, on the outreaches, I, I realized that he has been preparing me uh, for this moment uh, longer than I thought. And <laughs> so I'm just like, uh, uh, and, I, and it had to happen in steps. And he had to show me that I had to walk faithfully um, in those steps um, and just to walk faithfully and pursue him in that way. And it, it and and while I was on the outreaches and and just and just in those um, uh, around those encounters um, with those on the streets, uh, it, it wasn't stumbling to me at all. Um, and if anything, I wanted I, I just had the the uh, the 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 desire to just you know get them off the street like ASAP, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And <laughs> and I know that doesn't happen that easily, you know. Um, uh, but that 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 was my desire, and still is. You know, every time I go out there, it's just like, wow, what like, what are you doing out here? Mm. Uh, what are your circumstances? It makes me think think. I when I when I'm out there now, sometimes I just think of you know possible circumstances that bring them out there. You know, yeah. whether it's manipulation, coercion, um, uh, yeah, it's it's just I just think about that a lot, obviously. Um, but like yeah. being out there too. Um, uh, I, I know that it's a, a spiritual, uh, spiritual battle that, mm. um, that is happening. Um, and so uh, the, the prayer part is important. And sometimes I, I let my mind go places and where I'm just like aware of my surroundings. Cause you know, you, when you, when you were on these outreaches, you, we gotta be aware of our surroundings and yeah. for safety reasons and whatnot too. Um, when we're leading it and all that, um, but the prayer part, the uh, is 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 just what um, God reminds me to do um, yeah. when I'm out there, and it's not just hey, just to just to just to go out there and just do these things and and encounter. So we our goal is to encounter this many people or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. we prayerfully do it, and I, and God just reminds me not to lose sight of that too. Uh, but yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's so good because, um, you know, one thing I'm always concerned about when we go out there is the spiritual aspect of like, you know, you're coming in in connection with spirits and with with with, um, you know, I mean, we we are believing that there are principalities in the heavenlies that are trying to attack. You know, the 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 devil is always trying to plant seeds in our minds, and so when we go out there, we cover our minds and our hearts and. Um, and we go in the authority of the, the Lord Jesus and we um, we are taking no prisoners um, right. on the part of, uh, you know, on the behalf of the Lord. And and you got to go out there bold. You can't come out there half stepping. You can't come out there um, just doing your doings last night or you just finished watching some pornography and then get out there um, because um you'll get whipped up. I mean, let's just keep it 100. I mean, these, yeah. this, this is not a game. These, these people are dealing with like getting gunned down and getting gang raped and, you know, and it's choked and shot at and just everything, every horrible thing, demonic thing you could think of that they're experiencing. And so, you know, I think for me, you know, you, you could, you could be thinking like, like, pornography and I, you know I want to thank you for being so transparent and I think that's what's important here is that we all you know we all like are open like that and accepting like you know you talking about having your having had your struggle and being delivered and that's the kind of place I hope that you know we we continue to be love never feels like a safe place we we've had we have registered sex offenders that work with us with love never fails we have um, people who were pimps that work with love never fails. Why do you do that? Because we believe in the healing, restoring power of the Lord. And um, and while we're, we're careful about where we place certain people that are str- struggling with certain things, we're not um, going to shy away from, um, you know, healing, 
complete healing. Like you said, that that we believe that could happen. One thing I wanted to uh, mention, um, just statistically, like th- this world. Um, so, you know, I was thinking about something like Pornhub, right? So Pornhub, 42 billion visits to Pornhub in 2019 an average of 115 million visits per day, which is the equivalent of the populations of Canada, Australia, Poland, and Netherlands being visited, all uh, all visiting in one day are visiting pornography. And the content that is on in this environment is user-generated, which means that people are literally being raped on the on videos and posted and it's unvetted, as in fact, there were 118 confirmed child trafficking and rape cases in 2019. 118 of those videos are like confirmed rape or child trafficking. And one in particular was a young lady who was raped at the age of 14, and her video was posted on that site and viewed 400,000 times, and she had to beg them to please take her video of her being tortured and, and raped off. And so the reality of some of these things, like what I think, you know, happens with, with porn and with trafficking and everything is that the people who are uh, watching or buying, they have a fantasy in their mind that this person wants this or they want them or they like this. But mm-hmm. what we have to do is switch, make it real. Like this isn't, this person doesn't want you. This person doesn't like this. It doesn't matter what kind of act they're putting on or how they've been taught or how they've been groomed to react in this video or on this street corner. They are being oppressed. They are being enslaved. They are being heavily abused. And um, anyway, you know, I know you know that, uh, Tang, and, and that's what, you know, God has like delivered you and, and I hope that, you know, and women, you know, trafficking is becoming more, I'm sorry, uh, watching of porn and mm-hmm. buying of, of people for exploitation is not just men. It's women, too. Uh, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, porn watching on the part of women is growing right now. And so mm-hmm. I just say to the listening audience, you know, guard your eyes, guard your guard your hearts, because not just for your own soul, but for the person that is you're watching Because nine times out of 10, that person is not there voluntarily. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about the Church Coalition. Uh, Thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Tang Nguyen, and he is our uh, lead of our ambassadors over in our church coalition initiative that was launched last year. So we are so grateful to have uh, you on, Tang. And so we're just talking about outreach and pornography and what it feels like to be a man in this movement. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the things that I wanted to uh, touch on also 
is uh, just your connection. You know, one of the things I love about Love Never Fails is that we're a diverse team. Uh, you know, I'm black and white. Tara, you know, is white. Um, Letitia and Marilyn are black. We have Latino. We have Filipino. We have everything. You know, we're just we're we're 31 flavors. We're like back and robins <laughs> up in here, and uh, we speak different languages. And so, your background is Vietnamese Chinese, correct? Yes. And um, how does that? You know, does this certainly trafficking is very prevalent in both China and in Vietnam, and there's actually quite a bit of trafficking of um, you know both you know both uh, uh, cultures. I, w- I will say both people groups in Oakland itself, right? And yeah. so does does how does that connect for you from a you know from a racial ethnicity standpoint? Um and have you thought about that? Yeah. Um I I, I think in I think in where where I grew up in Oakland, um it's hard for you to to see that. Uh it might not be so prevalent to see it out on the streets in the corners. Um, but uh, just learning more about the world of trafficking, you hear about just all the rings that have these uh, uh, where where these rings um, uh, use uh, houses, you know, like in, in your very own neighborhood in, in disguise, right in your in your backyard, in your neighborhood, um, that it's more prevalent than we know. Um, and just because we don't see it, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind for a lot of people and for myself included. Um, but just learning more about the world of trafficking and, and, and how close to home it actually hits. Um, this is, it was very convicting on my heart to, to do something about it. And, um, and that was just something I just had to place before God because uh, out of my own efforts, out of my, my, my own, um, will uh, it can only get so far um and and if god has kind of brought me into this he's going to bring me through it and so um it's just kind of walking with god and just seeing um how he wants me to proceed next um but to be honest the world of trafficking in in regard to the uh, the asian culture and population um was kind of uh it was uh, out of my sight. It was something I'd never seen before until um, in the in the more recent years, in the last few years, uh, able to just really dive into that world and, and to see how, how close to home and how ugly it is. Um, yeah. yeah it breaks my heart even more, Vanessa. I know. It, it, I know. So Tang was crying during the break. I love that. Oh, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is it gets us all, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's so real. Um, and, and, you know, one of the things we have a gala coming up and on the March the 21st and uh, please join us. It's from five to seven um, on uh, Sunday, March the 21st. The tickets are a hundred dollars. There's obviously, you know, you can, you can actually purchase a virtual table. Uh, you can sponsor the event. We really um, would love for you to join us. And we're going to have our keynote speaker is, um, Centoya Brown Long, who actually murdered her, um, one of her buyers at the age of 16 and was sentenced to life in prison in an adult prison at that age. And um, she was actually, her sentence was commuted after serving 15 years. And she is going to be talking about life after human trafficking. Mm -hmm. And the, the thing that, you know, I mentioned that because there is life, there is life and that much more abundantly after after horrific horrific things like this and so we cry we 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 feel pain um but we also rejoice in knowing that what we're doing uh, you know my prayer is that like with the church coalition that churches would become involved you know my first the way i got involved in this is through church i was teaching kids dance at church my 15 year old dance student was trafficked for a year in the Bay Area. This is not like something happened to someone else, somewhere else. Uh, you know, um, some people have the perception, oh, well, this is happening in China or this is happening in Vietnam over here. No, it's happening right here. Of all people groups, all social economic, all religions, everybody is, you know, vulnerable to this in some way. And so, 
the fact that you've stepped in to, to play the role that you're playing, uh, Tang, is just, uh, we're so grateful. So tell us about the church coalition. Um, you know, what, what, what are we doing there? Uh, well, I'll just frame it out. So if you join, you decide to join us as a church, there are four things that we offer as part of that membership in the church coalition. One is to participate in an ongoing ambassador education program where we, where someone in your organization is selected as an ambassador and they are provided training. They can do a reach out to, to Tara, myself, to Tang for, um, you know, like if there's an immediate issue going on in your neighborhood with your church, you can go, Hey, I, I, you know, I don't, I need some help. So obviously, you know, that there's that. Also participating in our monthly corporate prayer, which is on Monday mornings at 930 at, uh, on a Monday, uh, just the first Monday of the month. So that's that. Thirdly, participating in our outreaches right now, they're all virtual, but they're happening. We're harvesting numbers from online ads and we're calling people the third Friday of every month. And that is available to anybody. And lastly, is financially supporting us. If your church can give us, you know, five dollars a month. That is fine. It's not about the amount. It's about what God put on your heart to sow into this ministry uh, so that we can do the work that we're doing. So it's those four things. And so Tang and, and Tara are going to be doing our um, our training uh, of the ambassadors. And again, Tang is the lead ambassador. So tell us what that's going to entail and when the next training is scheduled. Yeah, so um, it, it, in, it, in, <laughs> it uh, entails... It entails faith. It in, it entails um, uh, 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 being led by by the Spirit in these things. Um, as I was speaking earlier, out of my own will, I don't want it to be uh, uh, something that I try to manufacture or anything. And um, it, and it was it was evident in our first meeting when we first met that everything leading up to that moment, what was placed on our hearts was just. Uh, a, a mobilization of sorts of of the church community and the church body against against the world of trafficking um, to stand up in the fight um, and uh, I felt like that was missing so much and just in my first meeting and encounter with you it, we just it just kind of uh, it was just a, a, a god's timing type of thing and then so <laughs> it 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 uh, to it continued from there into this and just it's just looking at ways and how churches can partner um, with love never fails in the fight against uh, uh, trafficking. And um, I, I think uh, in a large part, um, it just, it, it, it's coming from the standpoint of, of you know, uh, most people thinking about the world of trafficking and thinking about like, Hey, how, what can I do? What, mm-hmm. what can me as just one person do in that way? Mm-hmm. And um, I, and I think that um, mindset has to has to has to change. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's yeah. a big part of um, uh, in the attempt to mobilize the churches is to uh, place it place it on at least even if it's even if it's just a small group of people in, in mm-hmm. each church. It's it's uh, something to to to, mo- to to mobilize the the church body against the fight, and so um, yeah, yeah. It's like it goes from what can I do to right. what can I do? What can I do? What, just yeah. Tell me, tell me what I can do. You know. Yeah. So, uh, so our first church coalition meeting mm-hmm. is going to be on. Uh, so please mark your calendars. It's going to be on April twenty fourth from ten to eleven thirty in the morning Pacific mm-hmm. time. Um, this coalition is available to you nationally, uh, globally, even uh, anyone who wants to join the coalition. We welcome you to come. You will receive some training from us again on April the 24th uh, and biannually. And then, of course, we're here for as a reach out. So if you are interested in uh, getting involved with the uh, with the church coalition, I would invite you to go onto our website. And um, there you'll see a, a which is love never fails and um, and you can you can go directly to love never forward slash church dash coalition or you can look under what we do and there's a little drop down box there that says church coalition either way it kind of describes what the um, what the uh, coalition is about and invites you to 
sign the pledge form there where it says, please complete our pledge form online. And that will allow you to um, make a pledge to those sort of four activities that I mentioned earlier. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about some events that are going on in the community. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Tang, and we've been talking about church coalition and outreach and, and you know, diversity and just a lot of great things. And so uh, thank you again, Tang, for joining the show and for being a, an important part of our mission. Uh, yeah, thanks for being here. So a few things that are going on in the organization that you should be aware of. Again, I mentioned in the last um, in the last segment, we have our gala coming up. Uh, just to give you a little bit more detail, again, I mentioned that Centoya Brown Long is our keynote speaker. She is a devout believer. Uh, she gives God the glory for her receiving a commuted sentence at 15 years. She's very repentant about what happened. Even though she was a baby, she was a child, she was being bought. Many people feel like, you know, um, if someone who's 42 is buying you at 16 and that 16 year old gets scared and shoots you, you know, it's 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 sort of, you know, some have rast- rationalized or justified her, her action. She has taken the stance that I was a child. I was an abused child. I did not know what I was doing. I was I was being forced by an exploiter to be there. And, um, I, you know, and I shot him for fear of my life. And it was self-defense. And but uh, her attorneys argue that it was self-defense, but she still repented about it. She feels bad that this man lost his life uh, in the course of this situation, which I think is just um, nothing but um, an example of the Lord working in her life. And 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 at the same time, she's an avid uh, advocate for children and not be treated like criminals and 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 and, and, you know, re-victimize, especially ones like her. If you look at her documentary, go to PBS. They have her documentary posted there. It is just like gut wrenching and trigger warning. Very, uh, very intense abuse in her in her background. So it, it's a real deal. And to hear from her is going to be just amazing. By the way, it will not be recorded for uh, future listening. So you got to be at the gala to um, to actually uh, watch her. Um, and hear what she has to say. We also are going to be launching our Love Never Fails first Love Never Fails gospel album. That night, we will have our first video and song by Yoshika McAllister. And so we're excited about that. And we're also launching our 10-year anniversary watch. Uh, compliments of Craig Shelley of Beverly Hills. Um, so a jeweler has come to partner with us. And they are going to be um, uh, allowing us to sell a watch with some cufflinks and a wallet and our ticket for $500 or $495, all inclusive. And um, the beautiful thing about that is that a portion of the proceeds are going to go back to us and, um, and you'll get to have our logo engraved on your watch and celebrate our 10th year 
of, uh, of, of the, the journey to freedom. So we are super excited. We're going to have people singing. It's a, the theme is Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. It's going to be fun. We're going to have some samba. We're going to have a, it's, we're going to have a DJ. We're going to have an after party. It's going to be really fun. So, um, we just encourage you to, um, to join us. And you can do that by going to loveneverfailsus.com forward slash events. And the tickets are listed there. We also just want to encourage you to continue to patronize our community store uh, where one of our survivors is working at the moment. Um, and so your support is much appreciated. Um, store.loveneverfailsus.com. And also we want to encourage you to sign up for our a new cohort, IT Biz cohort, uh, which is going to be three Cisco certifications and one Microsoft. And that starts on March the 4th. And you can sign up today at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash IT Biz. Um, we have 26 students enrolled. We have space for 50 more. And so um, please sign up today um, and, 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 and encourage your community to do that. We're, for people in Hayward, we're giving away uh, a loan to own um, Chromebooks. There's an incentive for every certification that you uh, pass. You get $250 bonus and you also get uh, college credit for completing our program, 2.5 credits for completing our program with uh, Merritt College and Peralta College. Isn't that awesome? So anyway, awesome awesome time with you tang thank you so much for being here we appreciate you thank you thank you for having me here always a pleasure meeting with you praise god for what he's doing through through us and through love never fails my goodness oh yes (laughs) oh we are humble beyond measure well um we're gonna go ahead and close but i want to make sure that you know if you haven't heard it before you need to hear it again that you are loved Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Give up a chance. Give up your